Beaters, welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. That was abrupt. What is this? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was... <laughs> there we go. This is crap. <laughs> this is for you, dude. This is crap. And in everyone else's world, this is two weeks from now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> this is a terrible version. It's a nursery rhyme version. Okay. Happy, Thank you, Kyle. Happy, happy birthday to you. <sighs> Thanks, you made man. It. I'm 30, uh, 33 for the second time. I've been telling people I've been 33 all year, and I just turned 33. So it's like I'm held back a grade. I told people I was 30 before I was 30, just so it didn't feel as bad. <laughs> I, actually I did it by accident because I actually thought I was 33. Really? Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? I'm just dumb. I'm just a stupid person. <laughs> yeah. And I just started, I, I got in my head that I was 33, <laughs> and I'd been saying it for like a year. And now I'm 33. <laughs> well,. Happy birthday. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> the, uh, we got hot tea and cold tea. G- 33, mm. the age Jesus was when he uh, died and did all of his shit. Really? So, yep. So. When he got put up on a cross? Yep. That was uh, 33 years old. So So this is your year? Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then I can join the 33 club. Yeah. <laughs> with Jesus. By getting murdered. And Alexander the Great. But you become a martyr um, for the rest of your life. I, that, that would be... To die for something is better than to die for for nothing. I don't give a fuck. Since I don't believe that you ever have any knowledge of anything that happens after you die and you're just fucking dead, I don't give a shit. But while I'm alive, the the romance of being <laughs> That's remembered fair. Yeah. is like basically what you look forward to. That's true. Yeah. When you're old and have nothing to do, when you're like looking around at all your shit and be like, people are gonna remember me. Yeah, I hope. I if I had more like the poet Keats said, man, he died at twenty four of tuberculosis. One of the most prolific poets ever. And he said, if I had more time, I'd make myself remembered. And he died in obscurity. Little did he know that he went on to be like one of the great poets of all time. It's kind of fucking beautiful. It is, but it's so sad for him. Like literally the last (laughs) thing that he said is, if I had more time, I would have made myself remembered. Because he didn't even get the the benefit of realizing any success. (laughs) Or even contemplating that in the future it might happen. Yeah, brutal, hey? (laughs) He's just like, I failed, but if I had more time. Oh, man, it's kind of been birthday week for me. All my friends have birthdays. I guess this is like... Holy fuck everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to uh, my other friend's birthday party and we, we, a different party than I saw you at. Yep. We played uh, fucking... Before that party? Yeah. What do you meme and telestrations and like Cards Against Humanity? Okay. Dude, those games are so fucking annoying. I hate them. They were like mildly entertaining I know. at the beginning, and now people like. Telestrations was great. That was, I don't even know what that one that, is. It's basically telephone, the telephone game, but with drawing. Oh, so that's you draw fun. something. And I, then, that I like. I like I, that idea. My drawing was terrible, but my guessing was good. <laughs> you know what? The fucking Cards Against Humanity shit blew up, and I guess people didn't know any games that weren't made like 50 years ago so they were like this is insane and it was exact copy of like eight other games the most annoying thing though is hanging out with a bunch of people like i go to comedy like four nights a week and i hear people say outrageous shit to try and be funny all week and they're way funnier than the fucking stupid cards and then you finish the game and everyone's like can you believe i I matched genocide with black people and you're like that's not even that bad no and here's the only time cards against humanity was fun for me is when it came out, I played with my friend's whole family, yeah. grandparents, aunts and shit. And the grandma that, had the dirtiest shit every time, and it was the funniest fucking that thing That sounds ever. awesome. That was fun. We played um, over Christmas. I don't think I said this on the podcast, but we played What Do You Meme with my dad. 
Okay. Do you know the game? I don't. It's Cards Against Humanity it, with memes. Yeah. So instead of two cards, you have a picture, and then you match the captain to the picture. And there's mm-hmm. like clean cards and dirty cards, but they were all mixed together. And your dad loves dirty. No, my dad. No, my dad does not like dirty shit. He likes what? to oh, get. He just likes swears. No, he likes to say. He likes like he's a pastor. He likes to say ass and like get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he's supposed to be donkey, but I said ass. Isn't that hilarious? But if you were to say like ass fucking, he'd be like, that's disgusting. Don't don't say that in front of me. Right? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. So I think it's hilarious. I keep putting my dirtiest card down, so like my brothers have to read it in front of my dad. My dad's going, <laughs> this is vulgar. This game is gross. And we're going around. Uh. And Aylin, my brother's uh, fiance, right? Yeah. So it's extra bad because it's like a woman. It's like my dad's daughter-in-law. Oh, and she has to say it. Now it's like. Yeah, so she's got the card, and it's an old lady on the computer making a face. And so we're all putting our cards in, and she's reading them out loud. And it's like, when she asks for more dick, but that's all you got, or something like that. (laughs) And she bursts out laughing. We're all laughing. My dad is so red. And she's like, I picked that one. Whose card was that? And everyone's like looking around. And Wesley's like, that was my card. Oh, really? <laughs> I th- I thought no one would pick it. I was just trying to get rid of it. I didn't want anyone. I didn't want it in my hand. We laughed so hard. He's like, guys, this, this is enough of this game. We quit after that. Really? But, but it was so funny. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's just so sad. I tried to show my mom some stand-up comedy like this week. What did you pick, though? If it I was, was going to show your mom... No, you can't. Why would you do that? Because in my head, it was a perfect thing. No. But all the fucking... Bill Burr is a perfect... He's a perfect joke writer. Yeah. But But she's never going to get past the words. That's what I... I don't realize because I don't care about the fuck word. Yeah. And she's... This is gross. I'm like, ignore... Imagine you couldn't enjoy your life because fucking sounds... I know it's a Doug Stanhope bit, but like... Is it? Yeah. Like, the sounds that people make make you go all angry. And I'm like, Mom, just listen to crazy. the message. Like, it's a great, perfect bit of exactly what we're talking about. And she's like, it's t- too bad. I'm like, just made me mad all over again. You got to show her salt and pepper Diner, John Mulaney. Oh, that's That's the across blessing. the board, yeah. unbelievable joke. No swears. She doesn't give a shit about anything but church and God, and she just prays. What a weird existence. I know. I, she's probably happy. She's probably unbelievably happy. Uh, not if I can help it. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Oh, man. You fucking happy motherfuckers in your delusional bubble. So we're we, here to bust that shit. So we, we left the party a little bit early last night. We were taking a, a, a friend of ours home. Oh, my God. She Did sent she... me a picture this morning. <laughs> oh, so Lee, shit. I walk her to the car. She's very drunk. She could barely stand. Hammered. I, I, my car only has two doors, so I, I get in the back. She gets in the front. We get to her house. She opens the door and just fucking face dives. Like it's as if she put her arms behind her like a swan, and she just went boom into the sidewalk hard. Oh yeah, like a no. thunk. And I was like, oh my god. She looks like she got fucked up. Yeah, I thought she might have a concussion. I she might. I I called the non emergency line, and I was like, my friend fell on her face. Like she's got a big cut under her eye. Turns out they were like, don't bring her to the hospital. Like leave it till tomorrow. Yeah, because. But dude, she had like, so much blood on her face. Really? I thought she I was gonna get stitches. But no, it turns out it was just bleeding a lot. But yeah. I was okay. like, this is bad. Like she's <laughs> 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 giant raspberry on her face. See, the thing is, she sent me that picture, and I'm sure you remember this. Yeah. But you <laughs> it was either you or Josh. I you, pushed threw, Josh. you pushed Josh. Yeah. And he almost kneed her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we he, were like, like jumped over her. Yeah. Moshing in the living room. 
and almost kneed her in the face. And I was like, that was from that? That's what I thought when she sent me the picture. She's like, apparently no. I fell. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it, the fall was like straight out of the movies. It was like she opened the door and then just dove face first onto the ground. That's beautiful. <laughs> Jackie. What a horrific night she had. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's a, you know that the Asian comic that I talked about on another podcast? Yeah. Or he was like the the Chinese government. He made a joke about yeah. them uh, um, making the coronavirus just yeah. to kill all the all the poor and old people. Yeah. Well, news just came out that the Chinese government, or not the Chinese government, but it's a man-made virus. Holy fuck! It's a man-made virus that stemmed from um, uh, a disease control facility, disease control prevention facility. <laughs> it's fucking man-made. That's like literally the opposite. That's the. And I thought he was joking, but now when I'm thinking back, he kind of said it deadpan, but he's like kind of autistic about everything, so I just assumed that it was a joke. But maybe he wasn't joking, and maybe he's dead serious. He lived. He was lived in Hong Kong like a year ago. That's fucking crazy. I, I can't believe that people do shit like that. Like I can't. I tried to get in my in my head how Stalin did all the stuff that he did. Yeah. Like I'm trying to see. Well, you have to think you're doing it for the greater good or something. I, I'm wondering if he's like, yes, if I need to kill 70 million people for progress, this yeah, it's a step that needs to happen. You can you can fathom how someone would think that they'd be like, there's a lot of undesirables. Once we get rid of all of them, the good people will prosper and they'll create more good people or some shit, right? That is so crazy that you could ever get that far along. I don't know. It's got to be some some complete delusion you're living in at a certain point, right? Just surrounded by yes men or something with some well, mental illness. This is gonna sound fucked up, but Hitler sounds a li- like makes a little bit more sense to me. Like they how you could get from point A to B. Well, there's the, there's the problem, and I want to yeah. eliminate it. Stalin, I don't really get stuff. I don't know a lot about Stalin's his, well, thing. Well, he did it to his own. He, it was like, you know, they were gonna live in this communist utopia, and in order to get there, <laughs> it's worked every time. Yeah, throughout history, <laughs> my favorite like socialist argument is like they just didn't do it right. Oh, everyone so far. You don't have an example of people doing it right. Dude, the Christians are very closely tied to the origins of socialism. It's this Christian what? um it's it's a thing. But they're but they, they they're not socialist. They're the opposite, right? Conservative Christians? Christians now kind of don't align with that. But historically, it was always about the poor and the masses and stuff. There a lot of those guys, oh. they're they, 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 there's like a facet of communism socialism that's like very Christian-y. In its roots and origins, really, that'd be something that I'd have to study more before I. Because my talk grandparents got about. chased out of uh, communist Soviet Union. Yeah, right. Chased For being around Christians? the country. Yeah. Well, because that communism said no religion, right? Or oh, okay. like Russia did. But at its roots, some of those guys, I don't think Lenin was, but there was like Christians that got a hold of it and like made it Christianized. I fucking believe that. Yeah. So what did Stalin? I don't know. I know he killed like a bunch of his own people. He starved them or something. Well, he he did things knowing what the repercussions would be, like the famine in Ukraine. Is mm-hmm. but he's like, this just has to happen in order for us to keep going the way we're going. That's so funny. But up. He, he he was like in indis- like he's that famous quote: "One death is a tragedy, a million's a statistic." That's what that's what he said. Yeah, but that's kind of that gives you an insight into his mind. Like, look. It's just like a whole like this That's needs to happen. Insane. Yeah, didn't I? Don't know if this is specifically Stalin, but didn't they? Uh, I know this is one of the com- one of the the communist regimes did this. It was probably Stalin, but there was they had farmers, right? Mm-hmm. And the farmers became wealthy, the wealthy people, because there's not a lot of shit back then, right? Yeah. So if you could make food, you'd guarantee have food for yourself and make money. 
prosper and but farming's hard he's talking about like the very first like first world war like right but right around i don't know whatever then they started i'm not sure well they overthrew the czar during the first world war they started killing the farmers because they considered them the oppressors because they had more than everybody and then everyone got and then people got their land but then no one knew how to actually grow food and they all starved i don't know that story very well i don't okay it's some communist one (laughs) anyway i can't remember specifically speaking of stalin we're stalin on reading the bible here zing (laughs) So you've been uh, tearing up Reddit. Uh, not really. Um, I was just saying to Kyle before we turned the mics. Arguing with. Well, I just I, I try to just comment more just to put like our podcast out there. <laughs> yeah. But I've. It's my favorite thing seeing the screenshots. So I was on shit. this like yeah to, uh, I don't know I got in this conversation I was just telling Kyle this so we'll put the we'll put the good ones up on Instagram. It's not really that good, but this guy's like the church is a uh, the church all religious organizations care about is money. It's a business. Blah blah. blah. And I was like. Functionally, I agree with you, but you can't think that every pastor. It's funny that you're arguing from both sides. That's what I'm. Well, I'm trying to just. If you're against religion, you have to like at least know what the uh, the other person thinks, right? Yeah, people are just blanket. But so now I'm sitting there going like Christians aren't all bad people, (laughs) and everyone's like attacking me, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't. Just like this podcast. Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck did I end up on this side of this argument? And I'm. I don't care about arguing on the internet, like because I know it's useless. I'm only doing it so that you can see Bible Beater podcast in my name, and now I'm like getting like upset about these arguments I'm having online. That <laughs> you're actually getting upset. Well, it's because it's like these people, no one listens. To, like they just say say what they think, and then you kind of like I feel like I make a good point, and they go, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the problem is, I remember the beginning of the internet. There was no algorithm showing people content, right? Mm-hmm. So the internet was just you saw everything. Both perspectives. That was the best part. Well, 4chan still like that. I don't go on. I never went on 4chan. It was. I went on a couple times, and I'm like, I don't get it. I saw it. child porn on there, and I stopped going, too. I didn't even get that far. I saw some like just weird argument, mean, everyone saying the N-word, and I was not, like... It's not far. And it's, I didn't get it. I didn't even get the joke. Look, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm obviously not against making a joke, saying yeah. whatever you want, but it was just people saying it with no... Yeah, the, and I was like, I don't get how this is funny. There's, I don't even get the joke. I wasn't up. I was like, this isn't for me, I guess. No, there's, you know? it's really, it's like you said, there's no algorithm. So whatever time you log on, there's might be some funny shit. There might not be. Okay. I just went on like twice. Yeah. I went on, I saw a whole bunch of gore and I was like, that's gross. And then I saw literal child porn. I was like, you know what? Fuck this really? website. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get banned for that now. This was like 2005 or just six. let it happen? No, they still get banned, but like, I think they have robots policing it more now oh, okay like i don't think that happens as often but back in the day like that shit would get taken down but you know it's a fucking board it just gets refreshed every x yeah. amount of time and people put whatever the fuck they want on there you know what i was i was on the internet early but i was on the whitewashed internet because my parents scared the shit out of me about chat rooms and stuff so i never went on any of that message boards chat rooms never talked to people never had a login they, they're like, if you go on that, you're going to get raped. You know, pretty much. They will come through yeah, the computer. they will computer. come through the computer and rape you. They're like, they'll manipulate you, you, and you will have no control over yourself, and then they're going to fuck you in a park somewhere. I remember when they were telling us about it in, uh, I don't know, grade eight or something, about, you know, online safety. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, you know, there's lots of people out there posing as, you know, a girl or a boy your age to try and get you. And then the weird, like the weird chick in my class who like never talked she's like what if two child predators were both talking to each other the whole time and it was like the funniest that's hilarious yeah, and, and all the, that for sure happens especially coming from it was all, that was hilarious in itself and coming from her it was like the funniest thing <laughs> i ever heard 
Anyways, so uh, do you remember what we read about oh, a couple real, days ago? Oh, no. go ahead. Sorry, just there was. Here's the thing about the. I was on the whitewash version of the internet, but I yeah. heard other like later on people talking about old AOL chat and everything. Yeah. Apparently, it was all porn, and they knew it. All child porn. Yeah. Oh, AOL, almost all child porn, because they had a three strike policy for child porn. One strike, that's a no no. Two, shame on you. Three, okay, we'll ban you. Three strike rule. And they had to go to court for their stupid three strike rule against child porn. That's amazing. That's amazingly stupid. So they made a ton of money, essentially, hosting child porn, and they didn't want to. That's fucked up. They didn't want to get rid of their cash cow, I guess. And. I'm pretty sure you those accounts were verified at all. You just need an email. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. just get three strikes, and then you make a new email? Yeah, exactly. That's so fucked up. <laughs> it's insane. So anyways, last week, Kyle, do you remember what we read about? It was only a few days ago in your world. Blank stairs. <laughs> something about... <laughs> something. Samuel anointing Saul. Israel wanted a king. And then Saul lost his ass, and he was looking yeah. around for his ass. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then Samuel said, don't worry about your ass. Your ass has been found. Come with me. Eat this food. And he told him a bunch of stuff that's going to happen. And then it happened. But he's not the king yet. No. So he's been anointed. Mm. And he poured oil on his head. That's the thing that people oh, do yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah. He lubed him up. Yeah. Gave him a massage. It, it is very dumb. Uh, modern day people anointing stuff with oil. Back in the day, was it a symbol of like this shit's expensive? I'm pouring it on you. That's like a. I think they was an oil very expensive. Yeah, and that that old oil was like basically perfumes and nice stuff, right? Like that you when you if you went out, you'd lather some like nice. Oh, it wasn't oil. olive oil. I it just could, assumed it was olive oil. It could be olive oil. It also could be yeah, you're right, perfumed oil. But I think that's like what they had for cosmetics back then but now people just dumping olive oil it's <laughs> even it. more conspicuous now dude my dad's friend i overheard this because i was in the car and my dad's always on speaker and he's like talking about <laughs> your, your dad is insane with technology oh yeah i can just picture him with a guy and uh that's on his speakerphone in like public places like that's in, what in he a does. bank line that's and what shit. he does that's the worst i know that's the fucking worst i know he'll be up in the phone and he'll be like i gotta take this i mean He's got a little bit more social sense than that, but <laughs> if it's important, he'll do it, and it's fucking really annoying. Anyway, so this guy, they're talking about whatever, and he's like, yeah, so my cat's real sick. I anointed it with oil yesterday and prayed for it, but it died. <laughs> and I was oh, like, my God. What a moron. <laughs> and I love that he anointed it with oil, <laughs> then it died, and he's like, God works. Mis-. Like, he still believes. Like, how do you fucking go from, I don't gonna, know. I'm going to anoint this cat with oil and pray for it. And then it dies, and it's like, oh, I guess. Like, what? Do, why the fuck in the future? Where, are you going to anoint stuff with oil anymore? Yes. Like, what is For that? sure. <laughs> also, does he come to the conclusion that God doesn't give a fuck about his cat? He didn't really say that. He was just sad about his cat, mostly. But I was laughing hysterically, the fact that he anointed it with oil and prayed over How it. How sad can you really and be then about it died. a cat? You know? <sighs> Some people really like their I mean, animals. I know. I don't get it I either. I mean, growing up with my dog... I wasn't there when it died. My like, gr- my my dog. I had my whole life essentially. Yeah. I cried by myself. You know, sure. for like two days. It was really sad. Now, the second dog, I'll be sad. It's a it's a bummer, it's but it's a, not yeah. gonna ruin no, your life. No, no. Yeah, I'm an adult now. Some people though, it's, I'm an adult. That's all they have, dude. It's really pathetic to me. It is. You know what? <laughs> it's when girls have like we have multiple friends like this. They brought all their dogs I feel, to the fucking party. I know. Time. I fucking know. And you know what? I 
I it's a cry that. for help. Like you're giving up. If you have three dogs and no boyfriend, you get you lose your boyfriend and then you get like two more dogs. That's a cry for help. Those aren't your children. Get a boyfriend and have a kid if and you want. And now it's a lot harder to get a boyfriend because you got all these I, fucking animals. Exactly. You think a guy wants to get into a... Could you imagine? You go out and then finally fifth date, you go back to her place and she's got four fucking dogs. People think I'm... Get the fuck out of here. People think, I'm out. People think that I'm weird because I don't like like animals. I don't really... Here's the thing. I put on... I like a, animals. But... I, I, I like them. They're delicious. But... <laughs> no, I don't... I project. I always am saying "fuck your dog" and I don't give a shit about your pet and stuff because yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like I don't actually hate. I don't wish ill will on people's pets, but well, pe- some people think that. Listen to episode twenty three podcast. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and, but uh, for, now you made me forget my point. <laughs> Sorry. I forget. So you don't wish ill on people's animals, but you play it up as a bit. But, but you actually. But like, what the? I don't give a shit about your dog, though. Honestly, I don't really care. Like, I don't want bad things to happen, but like. I don't understand people that like love animals more than other people. Do you notice who that usually is? Girls. Yeah, and you know why? They're always about thirty, <laughs> and they don't have a fucking. They don't have a boyfriend. Not all of them, but yeah. oh god, the, no, oh, I know guys. I'm not though. saying all of them, but the overwhelming majority, and that's the age where your body's like. Give me a baby. The give fact, me a baby. Give me a baby. No, but, but I think like even society, dude, there's a health food store for pets not far from my house. Oh, yeah. Shit's insane. It's like. So my dad was working for this company in the States and uh, doing uh, setting up the computers and everything. There's an acupuncture place for dogs where you can stick your dog with fucking needles. There's dog hotels. Your dog would love that. There's dog full. Get, getting stuck with fucking needles. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. Woo! <laughs> People have no concept. I drive by it every day on my way here, and I get mad at the store. I'm like, "Fuck you!" That's there's one in Kelowna. Yeah, it's on right get by. Get the fuck out of here! I drive past it every day on my way here. It's right by Raymer. Acupuncture for dogs. I want. Let's protest it. <laughs> like we give a shit. Go stick them with fucking needles. <laughs> like we're extra in more oh, into yeah. dogs than they are. Oh, and they're they are super. <laughs> <into> dogs. <laughs> There's fucking dog hotels with like human beds in it. Like this is a fucking dog. Dogs used to. There was outside dogs. That concept doesn't exist anymore. There was a dog that just wasn't allowed to come inside. Some of my best friends are outside dogs. (laughs) All of them, I think, for the most part. (laughs) Can't bring them anywhere. Oh shit. All right, Kyle. So yeah, we read about Saul. He was anointed by Samuel. Samuel told him some things that were going to happen. So now, um, I'll just read. The last little paragraph here. After, after, so Samuel anoints him with oil. After that, you will go up to Gibeah of God, where there is a Philistine outpost. As you approach the town, you will meet a procession of prophets coming down from the high place with lyres, tambourines, flutes, and harps being played before them. What? So, so after he goes to this Philistine town, he's going to run into a procession of a marching band of prophets. What the fuck? Playing tambourines and lutes and shit. Which is kind of weird. I don't think that happened very often. And also, are they doing it for him? No, he's just going to meet them. They're already do- they're doing it for themselves. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. If they're doing it for him because he's going to become king. It's like an ancient flash mob. <laughs> they're playing hearts and leers. And fucking- t- so he's saying these people are going to do this on their own. Yeah. And you're going to see it. You're going to bump into them and then they're going to prophesy on you. Yeah. That's what it says. That's at. fucking ridiculous. So That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. The spirit of the Lord will come Could upon you, imagine you in power. Them doing that. Out of context, like he's not walking through. There, that magic coincidence is not going to happen. Yeah. They're just fucking doing that. 
And everyone in town is like, get back to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have fields. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, guys, want to get all our instruments to go for a walk and sing songs? <laughs> for hours? <laughs> hey, we might run into somebody important. <laughs> you never know. Maybe the future king of Israel. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. Dude, there's a bar that I love. I love it that everyone is just like, yeah, when they read this, back in the day when they're writing it, they're like, fuck yeah, this is great. This is great shit. Or I'm, or maybe it was like something that happened, and they're like, it came across a band of traveling singing prophets. I don't and believe then it. People are like, too perfect you know when that happens? You know when you run into a band of singing <laughs> prophets, and you're just trying to walk down the road, and they're behind you with their fucking flutes and tambourines? Right. Like, um, I don't know why, but I think we should follow this guy. Dude, my favorite Something bar that's doesn't... Oh, it's saved, actually. The Canby in Vancouver. The first time I went there, it's like this old bar. It's for like a, like a hundred like years old. I fucking... The, I love old bars. Okay, me too. So it's got like these picnic tables that are huge. It's a hostel upstairs. So everybody... You sit with strangers. You meet people. Awesome. They had a jukebox playing heavy metal. I was like, I fucking love this bar. A beer and a shot was five bucks at, at the time. It's now like eight bucks. But... God, it's getting expensive to drink. So the first time I went there, though, I went there alone. I, I can't remember why, but I was there, and some guy comes in playing a trumpet, and I was kind of annoyed. I was like, who the fuck is this some guy? some hipster shit. Yeah, but then another guy came in with, like, a trombone. And then another Flash guy. Came, yeah, but one by one, a marching band came in. Dude, it was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. By the time the whole band came in, there was, like, 20 people with horns and drums and shit. They were playing Twist and Shout. People were dancing on the tables. It was pandemonium. I felt like I was in a movie. I was like, I fucking love this bar. And then they just left and marched down the road like these like. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and it was so cool that they came one at a time. And it's like just one guy. And I was like, who is this guy? Why is he playing the trumpet in this bar? And then by five minutes later, every and then we all were laughing and talking about it. Everybody was like best friends with each other. I was like, this is my bar. That's great. That's when I first moved to Vancouver. Here's how big of a pessimist I am. You're telling me the story, and I'm like, those fucking self-important <laughs> pieces of shit. It was so Wanting fun. to be the center of attention. I know. <laughs> and it's like a fun thing they did, but I'm like, these fucking <laughs> assholes. I got to say, I was annoyed till like the fourth guy came in. I was like, these self-important I, I yeah, exactly. douchebags. Exactly. Go play your trumpet outside. No one gives a shit. Get the fuck out of here. But they, they wore me that down. Cool. And it yeah. was so cool. So anyway, so they... The spirit back to the Bible, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and you'll be changed into a different person. Once these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hands find to do for God is with you. When like when the when their prophets are doing their thing. So there he's going to meet these people. The yeah. spirit of the Lord is going to become on a different person. Yeah, that's that's a transfer. That's a theme in the Bible. Remember, Abraham, Abram was. Yeah, Joseph, Abram changed to Abraham, Isaac. Or sorry, uh, Jacob changed oh, to Israel. True. You're a different person when God... That's why Christians are obsessed with that that theme, right? It's do, transformational. Do people ever do you, that? You put, Yeah, <clears throat> when you come to Christ, that's the whole thing, man. It's like when you come to Christ, you leave your old life behind. That's why they call it born again. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm a born again Christian. He's Is he saved? Is he born again? That's like a thing. So You, you know, people are saying that they're virgins again. That's the that's, dumbest that's, fucking that's thing that's I've so ever funny, heard. That's so though. Some people even get their like hymen surgically uh, put back together. That's craziness. What is? Uh, it's not that big a deal. No, I'm just so disappointed after being told my whole life that it's the biggest thing that's ever going to happen to me, and then I, we did, it, and I was like, it's that, great. It was okay. I mean, it was good, but not. It did not live up to the hype. I'll tell you that. I was like, that was what the whole fucking thing was like. 
I expected they were like, you got to do it with someone you love. We're You're probably going to get married. <laughs> okay. No, I I didn't feel like something happened to my brain. Like I, there was no. Oh, uh, like, you want to feel different after? Well, that's <clears throat> what I was told was going to happen. I didn't okay. want. I didn't. I don't know what I wanted, but I was told that it's a life altering experience, and you can't go back, and it's gonna. And then I was remember being like, I feel nothing. I feel the exact same. You know. Anyways, it is life altering. You think about it. That's why I don't think like the DKs of the world should be able to have a taste of it and then never have it again. Like, how is that beneficial for society? Yeah, <laughs> you know? That's a rough one. <laughs> you can't give them a taste of, of what that is and then be like, sorry, you can never have it again. I mean, you have to, tr- you have to, you have to, I don't know what he has to do. He has to trick people. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like, I don't know if you should put that in his head either. <laughs> so there's a, there's a, I don't know what, some kind of he's disabled in some way mentally. He's a friend of the group. Why are we bringing this up because it's a funny story to me. Okay, so <laughs> he's a disabled. Some way friend of the group. He had a serious head injury. No, not him. I'm talking about someone else. Okay, and uh, I don't want to say his name, but he's friend of the group, and it was his birthday. Oh, yeah, and it was his birthday, and his dad came. This is a different story yeah. than the one you have, and his. I'm like out there busting his balls, making fun of him, and he's getting a little annoyed, right? Because I'm saying, you got a pretty hot sister, right? Just yeah. busting his balls. His dad comes out, and then uh, and then he goes, that's my daughter. And I was like, sorry, you got a pretty hot daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad liked me, I guess, because I busted his balls, busting his son's balls. <laughs> so he's like, he takes me aside. He's like, this is like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge conversation the whole time. He's like, it's his birthday. When you take him to the brothel... Make sure he doesn't spend all his money. <laughs> this is what he tells me. I'm like, shit. You is this on me now? You have to bleep the name. I didn't say... Yeah. Uh, did I say his name? Yeah. Fuck. No, I didn't. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, now I gotta see what time we're at. Fucking TV turned off. <laughs> God damn it. This fucking just work for me now? Yeah. All right, fuck. <laughs> They're like, don't spend all his money. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking about doing it. He like puts this on me. Thirty minutes, cool. <laughs> he puts this on. He puts this on me, and I'm like, I, I was like, sh- I did. I was like weighing the moral, <laughs> the moral qualms. I mean, I don't think and there's anything like, immoral about going to a brothel. There isn't. That's not what I was weighing. I was like, do I show? <laughs> Showing him what that is without the ability to ever get it on his own without going to a brothel, is that a good idea? Well, he can just save up. Go for the brothels. Dude, there's tons of people that live their lives that way. They just save up till they can afford a hooker and then get a hooker. And then, I mean, what's wrong with that? Well, they're going to be a little more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> we know that for sure. I mean, you can get discounts. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think handsome gonna go down Leon Street gets discounts. Anyways, actually, we had we used to get topless dealers when we were like once a year for our poker group. Yeah, they were always prostitutes. Yeah, of you course. can't actually get that. So we the best we could get is like you'd think there'd be something, you know, in the middle between like bur, like burlesque-ish, you know, mm-hmm. not just hookers, but it was just hookers, and none of them could ever deal cards. It was fucking awful. It was awful every time. They know that their job is just to have their shirt on. Yeah, but we wanted them to fucking deal the <laughs> goddamn cards. It was frustrating. It was frustrating, to be honest with you. And so my friends just start asking. They can't deal. So they're just sitting there, yeah. right? And we're dealing. They're just sitting there topless now. And it's like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, it is. It, I remember I went to a bar with topless servers one time, and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, "Can I get a drink, please?" <laughs> I know. Like, nice tits, though. I guess like, I don't know if you want me to say that. Or it's been like ten minutes. <laughs> Can I just go to the bar, please? You like, suck at your job. <laughs> Do your job first, tits second. <laughs> yeah. How about that? So then. <laughs> The guys start just asking him fucked up questions because there's nothing. Yeah. Like the guy, you're not the guy. No, I'm not the guy. Okay. I'm, at this point, I'm not even saying a goddamn word. I'm okay. trying not to look. I'm not even looking at them. I'm like scared to look at them. You okay. know? Yeah. So I'm like 18 okay. or something. Just terrified of women in general. There's a topless one right there. Oh I'm like, shit. Yeah. This. I'm like, I don't want to make eye contact. This is fucking awful. I can. I'm not going near that for about eight, <laughs> ten years. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm out. So people start asking how much each guy would be. Yeah, at the table, right? Which yeah. is very funny. Yeah, and uh, one of the the guy that gets bullied all the time yeah. in the group, she goes like two thousand dollars, and she's a three. <laughs> you know? And he gets so fucking everybody. Grabbed. Oh, yeah, and like legitimately after the poker was done, she went up to a dude and she was like, like the one of the best looking guys in the group. She's like, for you, seventy five bucks. So yeah, if you're better looking, you get a deal. I know that for for a fact. <laughs> we were. We were leaving our uh, spring breakup work meeting party, and uh, this chick says to a guy I worked with, I'll suck your dick for 20 bucks. And he's like, 10 bucks. She's like, 20 bucks. He's like, can I borrow 10 bucks? Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) You got to give it to him at that point. I did. (laughs) You got to. That's fucking... She was a, a friend. She was just some girl that like wanted cab money or something. I don't know what the fuck. She wasn't... I, I don't think a prostitute. She homeless? I don't know what the fuck. I, I literally... That's that's not... I don't even really see She's not a prostitute her. because she's not charging the right amount of money. Can I, she's too new at this. I, I know, right? <laughs> you know? I'll suck your dick for 20 bucks. 20 bucks? 10 bucks. 20 bucks. Can I borrow 10 bucks? Oh, God. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious to barter in the first place and then not even have the $20. Well, that's why he said 10 bucks. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Do you want a $10 blowjob? No, I, mean, I don't. I mean, no, thanks. Uh, no, I don't. I don't prestige don't. pricing is a ripoff. If they charge more, you're just get ripping yourself off. Yeah, but I don't. If she's if she's starting at twenty, you know, I'm gonna get something. <laughs> like, there's a fifty percent chance that comes with like oral herpes. Well, that's extra. <laughs> that's extra. It's included in the price of admission. Just the tip. Okay, so um, we've we're thirty minutes in. We haven't read a verse yet, Kyle. Go ahead of me down to Gilgal. I will surely come down and offer burnt sacrifice. So that brings us up to where we start the podcast, for fuck's sakes. We got to get better at this, Kyle. I have too much fun bullshitting. We should bullshit. I mean, yeah, it doesn't work at the end. (laughs) Saul made king. So Saul turned to leave Samuel. God changed Saul's heart. To good this time? Yeah. Is this the first instance of changing it to good? Okay, so God changed Saul's heart, and all the signs were fulfilled that day. Let's remember, it said, once these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hands finds to do so God is with, because God is with you. That's a pretty fucking... Do whatever your hands? Do whatever, once... Whatever you want. You're this new person, do whatever you want, because God's with you. That's a pretty, like, that's a blank check. Yeah. <laughs> that God has signed. And that's that's what I was trying not to let happen at the brothel. <laughs> yeah, so Saul... <laughs> So Saul Saul turned to leave Samuel. God changed Saul's heart, and all these signs were fulfilled that day. When they arrived at Gibeah, a procession of prophets met him. The Spirit of God came on him in power, and he joined in their prophesying. 
When all those who had formerly known him saw him prophesying with these prophets, they asked each other, what is this that has happened to son of Kish? Is Saul among the prophets? I I got a question about the heart thing. Yeah. Again. So he, uh, was his heart? I don't get it. I just, what I highlighted it to point out that God changes people's like demeanor and mind and stuff. When I just pointed out to negate the three free will argument. Honestly, I don't know what that looks like. No, but what is changing? I think the way is that just the, it's part of the, that's part of the process of being God's chosen person is for have him to change your heart. Well, change he, your behavior or something. That's along I guess, with that's the, the message. And, that's what you hear in church all the time. God changed Saul's heart, and he was a new, better well, it person. It kind of implies that he was a bad person before, doesn't it? Or at least not as good. Yeah. At the very least, not as good. And what is, okay, he wasn't a bad person, right? Because he was... Well, we haven't heard anything bad. But he. But the it, fact that God chose him and was like, well, we're going to need to do some fixing. It says it says here when we're first introduced to Saul, there was a Benjamite. A man of standing, so he's, you know, not a nobody. He's a, like a leader, I guess. A man of standing whose name was Kish, son of Abel. That's his dad, the son of so-and-so. Uh, Saul was an impressive young man without equal, a head taller than everybody else. So impressive leads me to believe that he's like physically a big dude, but also like a not a bad person. No. So then God, God changes his heart, and you're supposed to just see like, He's now a better person. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's an inter- it's a good question, but it's I don't have an answer weird. for you. Yeah, because directly every time God has intervened in changing someone's heart, it's a pretty big event. Yeah, like well, it drastically changes. In outcomes, the case of right? Pharaoh or uh, the ki- the king of Heshbon, so he it was so that I can demonstrate my power. Yeah, right. So he could kill them, and now it's like an honor. Yeah. So again. It doesn't. It's vague. It's vague enough to be open to interpretation, which leads people down all kinds of roads to believe whatever they want. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. So when all so is Saul among the prophets? A man who lived there answered, "Who is their father?" So it became a saying, "Is Saul also among the prophets?" So I don't know what that means, but I guess he's getting famous for being. Among the prophets. Well, yeah, he's got a whole band following him around. And what is gonna, people are gonna be like? Who the okay, fuck is this guy? What does traveling around prophesying mean? Are you saying this is what's gonna happen in the year 2020? Kobe's gonna die in a helicopter crash, <laughs> like, or are you, what? Too soon, dude. What do you? But I'm saying, what the fuck are they prophesying? And how do you know it's a prophecy? In my mind, they were doing what your mom does. It's like, shh, 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 and the Lord is gonna come. Just say nice say, things to people. But my that's mom, what I was assuming. They were just going. You're going to have a great life. <laughs> yeah. Waving their hands in front of their face and then tapping them or whatever. <laughs> tapping them. <laughs> loose. <laughs> That's how they cast out demons. Loose. 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 Why loose? Like, like get off. Like, release your grip. Loose. Oh. And the power of... Yeah, it's really dumb. Um, I would love to have... Uh, there's a guy that I know that used to cast out demons. <laughs> I'd love to talk to him is on this he podcast. Still religious? Uh, no, he had no. An, he had an affair, and his whole fucking ministry fell apart. And it's hilarious. And then me. he, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, God's bullshit now. Sam Kinison was like that. Sam, yeah, Kinison but the- Sam Kinison, I heard before he died, was praying for uh, God to save his soul. Yeah, so yeah, still believed in it a little bit. Same with this guy. He still believes in it, but he's not a pastor anymore. But he's, like, way down. He's like, I got, like, in the deep end of my own ego and head and stuff. 
I heard Sam Kinison was just like worst case scenario. Like he's like, you know what? Drugs and pussy, pretty good. Yeah, you know, I like it a lot on Earth right now. Worst case scenario, I can ask God to. Well, he yeah, he understood yeah. the moral loophole. Yeah, where do whatever you want <laughs> exactly, and then but so what Christians would say, especially in Kinison's case, because he was killed in a car accident, right, by a yeah. drunk driver. You don't have the time. But you he was like spiraling at the end with his like all the drug addiction, so that's why he was. Apparently, he got clean right at the very. Really? End. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. He was clean for a couple months. Also, maybe there's a gap there where his soul is yeah. un- unsaved. Uh, but that's the that's what the Christians will say. Like you never know when you're going to die, and you might not have time at the end, right? It's true. But if if you have enough time to go, holy shit, just say Jesus Christ, I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and then say I believe, and then you die. I like the argument of like that that atheists have of like what if what if you just if you don't pick one you're good you know what if that's the thing or if you don't pick one whatever God is there doesn't get mad maybe don't go to heaven but you don't burn in hell right but if you pick the wrong one I think it'd be awesome if uh, all like so you believe in your God and all gods are real so that like my mom thinks that there's other gods and then there's I, a, I like that there's that, a that final battle opinion. so you just it's probably better to sign up for one god that everyone else <laughs> believes in because there's more soldiers right yeah we all fight to the death that makes sense that's fucking How awesome do you fight to the death in the afterlife oh uh, i don't know pure extinction you don't get you don't get to live forever okay so after Saul, soldiers lining up on the front lines no let me i want to die <laughs> you this just is go, worse you, you just go back to spawn at the gates like spawn points in video games oh <laughs> <laughs> after Saul. After Saul stopped prophesying, he went up to the high place. Now, Saul's uncle asked him. Is that a mountain? Um, the high place? Um, yeah. Well, since I've been to Israel, they're not really mountains. They're more. I get, Yeah, you'd call them. A, there's Mount a Hebron hill? and Mountain stuff, but they're like hills compared oh, okay. to. It's like Knox, you know, Dilworth. Those are like mountains over there. If you're living in Kelowna, that makes sense to you. If not. I'm trying to picture it. It's it's like a desert hilly country. Yeah, okay. And there's like a ridge of mountains in the middle of it and people live up in the mountain ranges up at the top. And then there's deserts on both sides and then the Mediterranean Sea. So, now Saul Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, "Where have you been?" "Looking for the asses," he said. <laughs> but when he saw Jason the- Tail. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But when he saw they were not found, he went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul replied, He assured us that the asses had been found, but he did not tell his uncle Samuel what uh, he did not tell his uncle what Samuel had said about the kingship. He's like, Oh, I found him. <laughs> Samuel summoned the people of Israel to the Lord at Mizpah and said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought Israel out of Egypt. I delivered you from the power of Egypt and all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have now rejected your God who saves you. Once again, (laughs) I need to ask a Jew what their fucking problem is, you know? Well, do you believe it or not? They can't really speak for everybody, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure they got some message passed down through some song that they can (laughs) quote at me. It really makes no sense that you would ever leave. N- at all like you're first of all the argument that you have about this this work being passed on almost identically right the bible well the earliest you discovered know, manuscripts right. so matched. we we realize that they have the capability to tell a story past one generation yeah right yeah oh so yeah so two generations later they're like god doesn't exist that's fucking insane i know 
and or the, the the worst ones are the ones. It's so insane. Where the people in the story just witnessed like profound miracles. Yeah, the two weeks later. It's they're, fucking ridiculous. They're worshiping some gold cow. It makes no sense. No, it's pure. It's it's pure manipulation. Well, also this is probably like not not true. true. It's <laughs> clearly not true. This this I choose to believe is true. I actually believe all this whole Saul and David story. It's ignorant of you. Well, it's not that. It's not outrageous. Nothing happens that you wouldn't believe. Or I mean, that's like a miracle or unbelievable. So, but uh, you just said you played the game of telephone. Yeah, and then you believe that this fucking story is true. You just admitted <laughs> that they had it from the earliest manuscript to what we have now, unchanged. Well, I didn't. I said you said that. <laughs> well, I to did make say my that. point. <laughs> <laughs> and I vehemently don't believe it. But that's that was the, what was so significant about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Anyways, so this is what the Lord God of Israel says. I brought Israel Israel out of well, Egypt. Like, once again, the people, if the people interpreting it and telling me that it's the same or have an agenda for it to be the same. I don't believe it. Well, the problem is that that, that argument doesn't work because every a lot of other people have an invested interest in. Yeah, yeah everyone speaks Hebrew, ancient Hebrew. There's yeah, a lot of it, people. Like, Thirty people. Dude, in the world? everyone would call them on their shit. Like it would be instant that somebody's like, "That's actually not what it says," and then there you would be at least a controversy. Yeah, but ancient Hebrews interpret it, isn't it? Uh, it's do, like how do you mean? They know part of the language, dude. And there's then the rest of it. Plenty of secular. <laughs> archaeologists or historians or whatever the fucking title is that have looked at it they don't just get to say it and people believe oh i them. understand that that's fine whatever but it's not it's not if, if you if you only know part of a language like with all these old languages you're yeah. inferring things through context yes so if you say it's the same if it's not letter by letter the same that's what they say it is really yeah like all right very very well well then i'll eat my words like to the letter i'll eat them i mean i me and you are both believing what they say but it's such a famous book that somebody would be like, that's not what it says, right? Like, that wouldn't... Somebody has du- had to have double-checked it. It would be absurd to think that nobody's double-checked their work. Well, I, it's, you can't double-check something that you're interpreting. Well, I context. can't, but other, like... Hey, if it's letter for letter, fine. University professors. But I find it hard to believe that the letters were the same that far apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's... I mean... So, knows? it for sure probably wasn't letter to letter. And second of all, the rest of it's interpreted. So the people interpreting it, what are you going to say? You're interpreting it wrong? They're like, I've been studying this for fucking my whole life. So There's better arguments to like die on. There's better hills to die on. Like the inherent stupidity of the book. I'm not so much arguing the Bible more as I'm arguing you. <laughs> we both agree the Bible's wrong. You're such... I'm trying to get you to make your wrong. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Ugh, ass. Just an ass. So um, I brought Israel out of Egypt. I delivered you from the power of Egypt and all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have now rejected your God who saves you from all your calamities and distresses. Do you think God's sick of saying that? I don't know. If, if, this, if I was actually a God and this happened this many times, I would just kill them all. Well, that's what he did. I would literally he just literally did that with the flood. He oh, literally right. did that. <laughs> you're right. And was like, we're restarting. Noah's a guy that I like. All of his sons will be cool, probably. And now we're here. And he's like, fuck. And I also made that's the a, rainbow promise. That's a good fucking point. So. And I guess it didn't work. So you're like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Can't do it again. I mean, he could. I guess, but still wouldn't work. Yeah. It's it's a really silly so the good thing is though, if he wanted to do it again, you could get like a whole world full of different races in about three fucks, I think. <laughs> According to Keith. <laughs> but now you have rejected your God 
who saves you from all your calamities and distresses. And you have said, no, set a king over us. So present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and clans. When Samuel brought all the tribes near, so they're basically having like a, like a, I don't know, beauty pageant. They're what? So, so present yourselves before the Lord. So they're all going to come and they're going to line up and they're going to see who's the best. Are you kidding me? Yes. No, I'm That's not. That's what that means? It's like, yes. So they come. Listen, when Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. So, but you have to go, you have to imagine that so they they're went, all peacocking. Yeah. In their best religious garments. So from garb. the tribe of Judah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all walk by. And the Judah's the biggest tribe. They're all flexing. And it's like, not Judah. And they're like, Zebulun. And they're like, you know, come by. And they're like, Dan. You know, and they all bring their best armor, their best stuff. Everyone makes sure their eyelashes are really big. And Benjamin's the last, right? The least of the 12 tribes that they almost murdered fucking three chapters ago or yeah. whatever. They had to reboot their population with other people's <laughs> daughters. Yes. So now we're in Benjamin, right? So the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. Then they go tribe by tribe, right? So that you have to imagine conglomerates of families. So then they go clan by clan. I'll just read it. Then he brought forward the tribe of Benjamin. To pick one person? Yeah. So the tribe, there's the what 12 What is tribes. this for? To be king. What? So Samuel's already, so this is in private. He's not king. Oh, he knows he's going to be because someone. God has told Samuel it's Saul. But Samuel has to go through the rigmarole of convincing all of Israel that who's the king. So he says, present yourselves before uh, the Lord. Well, yeah. So well, this is like a backdoor. Because he doesn't want to be like a dictator. Yeah. So they go, present yourselves before the Lord. We're going to choose a king today. So people have hopes. Yeah, but he, Samuel's still picking yeah. through God. Yes. <laughs> so it's fucking bullshit. I mean, he could just go, this is Saul. but this. No, I, I know. He's making him dance for it, which I do respect. That's some good manipulation. But my point is that... The result is the same. Yes. He's still fucking picking the people. Yes. He's just saying God's telling him. Well, so there's almost the in only, this story, God is telling I him. I know, but the only difference between just being like, God told me it's him, is the pageantry. Yes, yes. It's the only difference. And that, th that truly, I think that's the most important part. To convince the idiots yeah. that he's actually... Like when Charlemagne, I might get this wrong, but I'm going from memory. Charlemagne, um, he was surprise kinged by the Pope. So the Pope's like, and we're going to make Charlemagne king. And he put the crown on him. What? Who's that? Charlemagne, the king. I'm not going to lie, I thought you were talking about a rapper for, <laughs> for the beginning of that. He was the, the great king of um, France and Germany of the old times. He's the guy that invented school. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. He invented school. Like, everybody has to be educated and learn to read. He couldn't read himself, but he made that a law. He's a great guy. That's, he's, yeah, it's he's awesome. A, he's a conqueror and all this shit. But so the Pope put the crown on his head. Thereby, the power came from God, right? So when yeah. Charlemagne crowned his son or picked his successor, he put the crown as in, I'm the source of power. All that to say that the people, that the Pope and Charlemagne both knew that Charlemagne was the guy with all the power. But the Pope pulled a fast one, tricking everybody that saw it, right? It's for the common stupid person. Yeah. Everybody's in the know knows what's going on. Yeah, the Pope did the pageantry so everyone would respect the king. So that's more. what's that's what's going yeah. on here. So they bring out all the tribes. You're right. And then they bring out so they bring out the tribe of Benjamin's chosen, clan by clan, and uh Matri's clan was chosen. Finally Saul, son of Kiss, was chosen. This is a big deal. It probably took all day. But when they looked for him, he was not to be found. No way. So they inquired further of the Lord. Has the man come here yet? You have to imagine the whole country is there. Yeah. Saul knows it's him. And How does... Yeah, but he picks the... He's picking groups, right? Yeah. Getting people off. If you're picking a group because a person's in it, 
They should be there. So, well, that's this is what's happened, Kyle. This is a funny story. And the Lord said, yes, he has hidden himself amongst the baggage. He's hiding amongst, like, you have to imagine the baggage mm. being like. If where I'm back the, then, I'm calling bullshit already. All the animals are. They ran and brought him out. As he stood among the people, he was a head taller than any of the others. Samuel said to all the people, do you see the man the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And the people shouted, long live the king. Samuel explained to the people the regulations of the kingship. He wrote them down on a scroll and deposited before the Lord. I'd love to see what that scroll said. Then Samuel dismissed the what people. What did he write down? He, the regulations for kingship, the laws about oh, being a king. The, just right on the, the spot? The first constitution. The first yeah. thing that came to his head. He's like, well, this is the law forever now. Well, yeah. In, in this story, it would be probably what God told him. Oh, right. Right? right yeah. We have to we we switch back and forth from literalism to the story. Yeah. So I forget sometimes. Yeah. Especially since we're like, this is a real story that happened. And we're like, okay. <laughs> um, oh yeah, God exists still in the story, right? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, it's funnier to take it literal because that's what a lot of people believe. But when you take it literal, it becomes ridiculous. Ridiculous. So you yeah. have to go back to the story. <laughs> I'd so, like to reiterate. Hundreds of millions of people believe this. Yeah, over a billion. <laughs> billions, billions. Yeah, I think yeah. almost two billion people yeah. believe this is 100% accurate. Um, so, yeah, he's Maybe hiding, we're dumb. hiding in the back. It, you ever that's, think that? That's what they think. Yes, I have thought that. I thought, I'm and thinking, then, think of that right minute now. I don't get it. Maybe I'm an idiot. Kyle, why don't we go back and read about how the fucking... The water parted in the Red Sea. They walked across it, and two weeks later, they made a cow and worshipped that. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense to me, right? <laughs> or you, because we're dumb. We're too dumb to get it. I can't. I no. think that's it. No, we're smarter than them. No, we're dumb. I'm smarter we're, than everyone in this fucking book. <laughs> we're stupid. Um, Dude, you write a book that lasts this long. I know. I dare you. That's the problem. <laughs> Bestseller. Yeah, of all time. Long so long live That's the king. Just more proof we're wrong and stupid. Samuel explained to the people, dude, fucking, fuck you. <laughs> the fact that things are bestsellers, most of, what people like is bad. What the common people like is usually sucks. That's just more proof we're dumb. Ugh. If everyone likes it and we don't like it, maybe we suck and we don't understand it. Do you think Despacito is the best song of all time? It's one of them. It's my <laughs> top three for sure. That and Gangnam Style? Because that's what the people like, Kyle. I'm not going to lie. Gangnam Style, I knew it. I hate to go hipster on it, but I knew it before everybody. Oh, really? Because I was playing a lot Were of- Were you in Korea? I was watching a lot of StarCraft 2 yeah. live streams. Okay. On on, an, on a not yet Twitch, but then Justin TV, I believe. Okay. And- Listen to this fucking hipster. I know. And- <laughs> Big time. I'm flexing my hipster muscles right now. And they were playing Gangnam Style in the background, and some people- Put up the the video when it came out, and I was like, "This thing is gonna be fucking huge." Started showing everyone. Everyone I showed said it's the worst thing they've ever seen. Yeah. And then two weeks later, they're all listening to it. I'm like, "You fucking hypocrites!" Until it becomes famous, you don't like it. You fucking. You know, it's a weird phenomenon. So mad in this time, people get credit and like upset about showing like being the first to discover it. I'm not calling you out right now. I'm just saying generally, like I feel like you're calling me up. I showed people this, and they're. Or some people say, like, that guy's cool. He's got very good taste in music. He shows me all these art. And you feel like you, like, somehow contributed to society. Yeah, you're an arbiter. Yeah, I guess you're an arbiter. That's, that's actually... That's valuable. I guess that's one thing. Like... Yeah, I see. I refute your point. 
So maybe you're just dumb and I'm smart. I, I hate that people <laughs> get credit for being the guy that shows you stuff. It's that like you dumb. didn't, you it didn't is make it. You didn't create anything. You just fucking yeah. saw it on YouTube. Yeah, I know. But I do feel superior when I go to like listen to metal songs and there's like 5,000 views. I'm like, me and only 5,000 people like this song. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Cancer Slug Hung Like Jesus. We're with you. <laughs> Uh, so Samuel, the word. Do you think they wonder why they have a big spike in their listenership at one point? Probably not. Are they still banned? Yeah, I don't know. Samuel explained to the people the regulations of the kingship. He wrote them down in a scroll and deposited it before the Lord. Then Samuel dismissed the people each to his home. Saul went to his home in Gibeah, accompanied by valiant men whose hearts God had touched. But some troublemaker said, how can this fellow save us? They despite him and brought See, him no See, that doesn't give. sound like, but that Saul just sounds like a thing people say. What do you mean? Like, if you're close to God, he touched your heart or something, because... Yeah. Yes, that is a thing yeah. that people say. Okay, so it's not like a big... It's not like... It was rare before we just started reading consider it Consider this, Kyle. It just bothers me. Kyle, consider this. Yeah. If you're the person and you believe it, so God has touched you and you believe that God has touched you... You might be a different person after that. If you truly believe, like, when you say, like, what about magic? Yeah. And you go, magic isn't real. I know that and you know that. But people who believe in it, they base their lives on things that aren't real. And then it manifests in real life. So they think, God's touched me. I'm a better person. And then they start to act better. Do better things. Because they believe that God has. Yeah, that's fair. So that's, I mean. The, What's that called? Manifests. What's that called? I don't know. Whatever. When you manifest your own, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm done. I guess a self fulfilling prophecy. There we go. Yeah, that's the. That's, that, well, that's kind of like the crazy shit about Israel becoming a country again. It's because it's written in this book, and then many people who believe the book made it happen in yeah. real life, and then they go, "It's a miracle." It's like people did that. Like the British made a deal with the fucking Saudis. That's crazy. Like they sold it to them. I know. Right after the war, everybody was selling all this shit. It's nuts. Did you, were you the one that told me that the Jews were like systematically buying up the property? There was a guy that said this is a good time. Like the world was in chaos. It was the Second World War, right? Yeah. So they had the First oh, World they War. Know, they know a good bargain. The Great when they Depression. See the First World War, the Great Depression, which is like worldwide, mm -hmm. or at least Europe and North America. Then the Second World War. And in between the wars, this guy, the Zionist Jewish guy, had a vision again. Sure. So it's in the book. He believes it. He gets the vision that this is going to happen. He starts telling his banker friends, just start buying property there. And if we buy enough, like the Chinese are doing now in Richmond. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious to me that the Jews would only buy back Israel when they could get a good deal on it. <laughs> hey, the price is low, boys. <laughs> I think that's... I know it's a promise lab, but I won't pay more than 30 cents on the dollar. Full price. And he paid a full price. Not a penny more. Um... If you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to, haggle. The, to the Abraham shit where he's burying his wife. He's haggling over to the place he's going to bury his wife's grave. Oh, God. Um, but I think that's... Why mostly, wouldn't you do that? That's mostly circumstantial. Mm. Like, it just so happened to be that way. Not that they waited... They waited for the world to have a depression <laughs> to buy love. Those scheming Jews. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was making a joke. <laughs> no, I mean... I, I don't know. I just was talking... I was talking about the historicity of it. Just kidding. Um, I should fucking finish that book, by the way. That book, I started reading this book before I went to Israel about that exact thing, and it's completely fascinating how much politics and how much like gamesmanship and how much behind the scenes deals were made. Yeah, I got to read that book for this miracle too. to happen. Yeah, 
If it was a miracle, you feel like one day, I guess that's... A... It's hard to justify what a miracle is. The fact that it happened, they're like, that's pure justification. Okay, well, that's not a miracle, because it's possible, because it did happen. That's <laughs> yeah, not a no. fucking miracle. A miracle is when you pick up that mountain and you put it over there. Says who? Says me, because that's what the Bible says. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. So pick up that fucking mountain and put it over there, and I don't care about the casualties, then I'll believe. What's that called? A parable? Is uh, That was... A, yeah, yeah, Jesus' parable. So... People don't literally believe that. They're just like, that's an example of a... Of an that's the most hilarious thing. part, is that they don't literally believe it. When there's... When, when he, of all the shit, they're like, you didn't really mean that you can move a mountain. Because no one can do it. Exactly. Yeah. And it says, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a fucking mountain, and no one's done it. And that's not a lot of faith, right? No, mustard seeds are tiny. <laughs> I don't know how much faith looks like. Yeah, faith you know? is uh, an intangible... That could be the most faith anyone's ever had. I don't know. I don't know how much surface no, area faith has. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the volume is of faith. There's a lot of people that died for their faith. So, I mean, I mean, they must. There's so many people that have been com totally convinced that God is on their side mm -hmm. that die. Like Magellan, that's a fucking great one. He's like, God's on our side. I'm gonna go fight this whole tribe of Native Americans, or sorry, uh, like Filipinos, with like ten guys, and he just gets skewered to death on the beach. <laughs> Jesus, really? Yeah, yeah. And like the guy from Munster, he's like, he literally, him and I think by himself charged an army of five thousand, was immediately killed, dismembered, got his genitals cut off, stuck oh. in his mouth. Uh. Yeah, but he be oh, man. he believed it up until that last point where like, ow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, what do you do at that point? Because you're like... You die. Yeah, I know, but God hates you. So do you go, please save my soul, Jesus, you know? Yeah, who knows? Because you're like, well, you fucked me on this one. Are you mad or are you begging for forgiveness? Uh, you got to pick one. You got only a second. Jesus Christ, forgive me. That's what you say. If you have, if you see an oncoming, if you fucking I'm, try to pass in a double solid, you go around a corner, you see a semi, Jesus Christ, <laughs> save me. Boom. I don't go Jesus. Here's why. I cover my bases. God. If I just go God, I get the Jewish God and the Christian God. That's true. They're both the same one. Jesus only covers one. I Imagine want... there's two gods going fighting over. Who did he say? Who, who was he talking about? I don't know if, they, if, they, if they're if they getting along up there. Jesus and his dad or whatever. That's... <laughs> Imagine they were fighting over souls like it was some sort of like high school. What else is there to do? That's that's what God made us for, is to worship him after yeah, we die. Yeah, exactly. That's what you so they probably do. are fighting over it. Okay, we've been... I, I, we're so close to the end here, Kyle. So, <laughs> I've been on this paragraph for like 10 minutes. Samuel explained the regulations. person who doesn't have to read it doesn't bother me. He deposited them. <laughs> each went to his own home. Saul went to his home, accompanied, accompanied by valiant men whose hearts God had touched. But some troublemakers said, how can this fellow save us? They despised him and brought him no gifts. But Saul kept silent. Um, one little thing that I think is funny is Saul. Saul, Saul is now the king of Israel. He goes home. <laughs> he's got a he's got a house. He doesn't have a palace, no shit. or a throne, or a castle. How come he doesn't get to I'm go the live king. with I the? Live, I live. Well, they eventually the built Levites or whatever. You got to imagine Israel as like a. I know they're talking about having sixty thousand warriors and shit. Mm -hmm. Most people think that's impossible. They're a fucking tiny little like obscure band of people, probably numbering maximum. I'm making up numbers here. 10 15,000 and they live in their little town it's probably not even walled they don't have a palace because that's what solomon does two kings later his big thing is we're building a fucking palace and we're building a temple and so that's when they actually start to build up jerusalem into the like fortress that it is now okay 
So, uh, is everyone living in tents? Is it like, oh my god, you got a I house? Think so. Well, it says home, like a house is I think oh. they have structures, okay? Because uh, before it did talk about they lived in tents, and now they're talking about homes, so I believe they live in structures. But you have to remember that mo- all of this is propaganda written 800 years after mm, what time no. they say this is. I refuse to believe that. Like I said, David only has one mentioned, and it's like an, an, an aside outside the Bible. Or two mentions. It's so bizarre. Yeah, and he's like the guy, right? Because and like we were talking about the self fulfilling thing. Like enough people believe it, so they write about it, and the body of work grows. But it all comes down to this one book, and it's like, look at the vast. Like think about how many books are written about the Bible. That's all my mom reads is books about the Bible. She doesn't read anything else. Isn't isn't that insane? Yes, it is insane. The concept to get of that? no fucking other. Perspective at all? No, but also to need the Bible explained to you. It's the Word of God. That's how he. That's how he meant it. Oh yeah, the way he meant it, the way he fucking and said people, it. And people have been writing books and books and books to try it's and crazy. clarify what the fuck. He and I know said. you're not allowed to change his words, but that's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Writing a book, this interpreting is... what God said is is changing his words in a roundabout way. Yeah, kinda blasphemous. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to the end of chapter 10. I'm going to actually Google Bible books on Amazon and give them reviews saying you're going to hell for changing God's words. So Across the board. Next week, Saul goes to war. So that's what we're going to read about. Interesting. He commands his first army. He rescues so they, they the they city accept of him then As his king in a house. A king in a house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did, we, uh, did you learn anything today? Did we get any emails? Uh, what did I learn? Um, I don't know. Never, never, never. He never remembers what we read last week, and he never learns anything. I got to be honest. I'm just, but he talks a lot. Just thinking about what to say next, really, <laughs> the whole time. I'm perfectly honest with you. Guys. I, I, dude, I'm like, I no. see you in my periphery, <clears throat> just like waiting for me to like catch a breath so you can just say anything that's not about what we're talking about. It's all kind of related. I'm fucking with you, you know. But yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. The the Bible, it's what? Oh, okay. This is what I learned. The people didn't believe God again, so he punished them again. And then God magically told one person that he anointed with oil to pick one random person out of the crowd that's now going to be king. Everyone's set up. This whole book's propaganda. Same shit, rinse, repeat over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a, a good story, though. It, it is a good story. There's some intrigue. Salsa does some bad shit. There might be uh, a usurper. There might not be. <laughs> Who knows? They're figuring out story. They're figuring out writing process at this point. They're like, they've read the old scrolls and we're like, I got to do better than that guy. <laughs> yeah. You read that shit? Do we get any emails? That you're looking at your phone. No, no. So this. I mean, is, it's been. It just ends in two days. Awkward silence. <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> Sorry, we're sorry, and we apologize, and it's free, so go fuck yourself. Happy birthday to Caleb. Happy birthday to me. We've been saying it now for two weeks, but yeah. we recorded three podcasts in like three days. Go so. to Mexico. <laughs> Yo, ho, Here's the thing. We're go. bad with time management. What yeah. do you want from us? I know. I run... Th- I have. There's not enough time to do time management. No. You just run out. Yeah. I run a podcast network. Fuck you guys. He's never CanadaComedy.ca. No. I literally I live in my pajamas. They're a comfy, king, dude. A king in his home. Exactly. Alright. See you next week. To get to heaven, you ain't gotta die. Chippin' don't let me inside, cause I'm home.